You're listening to Cockadoodle News on WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. Hello, Radio Land. You are listening to WUSC FM and HD1 Columbia. This is Cockadoodle News. Our last installment of Cockadoodle News. I'm your host, Rosie James. I'm joined today with Leah Robinson and Dylan Leatherwood. Hello, guys. Hello, hello. As always, if you're ever listening or you have an opinion you'd like to share or you just want to chat, you can give us a call at 803-576-9872. That is 803-576-WUSC. If you can't reach us on the phone, feel free to reach us online we will be available online even throughout the summer because we're fancy like that uh, you can find us on facebook or twitter by searching wusc news if you need to get in touch with the station the numbers are the same but the handles are different you can find the station on facebook twitter and instagram by searching wusc fm as always we have a lot to cover so we're going to jump right into things um in case you haven't seen uscpd is currently looking for a travis scott mckinney he is believed to be the man connected with Monday's incident of trying to fondle several women in the bathrooms on campus. The incidents happened Monday afternoon in the Jones Physical Science Building and the Hamilton College Building, according to USCPD. Uh, the police believe that McKinney went into the women's bathrooms of each building and reached under the stalls trying to grab the women. A judge has issued a arrest warrant, f- um, and the USCPD is just asking if you see him. Uh, to contact them immediately, call call this, call their station, call 911, contact them through the Rape Guardian app. Um, there are pictures of him online. You can head over to W or head over to WSC News on Twitter. We have um, uploaded photos of him as well. Um, and really, I guess that's all I have to say about that because this just case gives me the heebie-jeebies and it has it's very weird. Gives me so many questions. Um, what's the one thing about a public campus like oh wait is he a student or just like a random person not sure good question did not look up that is something interesting to know a lot of people got upset because as I understand it there was a student service person for the journalism school who sent out a thing about it but there wasn't like a school-wide email talking about it That, that is true I did I got an email from the J school now, I saw that this happened on Monday through um, USC PD's Twitter and the state put out an article about it as well. Um, I'm in the J school. I think that they sent us an email on Wednesday, which I thought was a little bit late personally, um, but they didn't have a suspect at that time. Um, and yeah, there other than the the tweet that went out from USCPD, there wasn't like an official letter um, from the university, I think until today. I think I got one. Sometimes I get confused between if it's coming to my USC email or like my my news, my station news email. Um, But I got an email today about it, which also seems still. I don't think I got an email and I found out from my friend. And if it weren't for my friend, I would not have known, which that could be my fault for not you know, being as update on the news, up to date on the news that I could be. But I also feel like there a lot of things are just, you know, swept under the rug kind of purposely. Like there's a reason that they didn't want it all over the news that 
buttocks were fondled. Well, speaking of sweeping things under the rug, uh, the Board of Trustees is currently considering Robert L. Kesson as USC's presidential finalist. Uh, He was a former superintendent at uh, West Point. There, in case you haven't heard, today there was a fairly large protest at the Alumni Center where the Board of Trustees was meeting. Um, I believe the number reported was about 75 students were there. Um, The students who were protesting, um, they said that their main concerns were um, Kesslin's role in the war in Iraq, his support of the Contras in Nicaragua, in case you weren't aware, uh, the Contras were um, various U.S. back and funded right-wing rebel groups that were active from 79 into the early 90s in opposition of the uh, socialist national reconstruction government in Nicaragua. Seems like a very specific thing to be upset about, but that being said, that's all I know about the group. Um, additionally, a lot of people are upset that he doesn't possess a doctoral degree. Yeah, like they literally listed the qualifications on the Presidential Search Committee website and he doesn't meet those qualifications. Also, Rosie, to add to that, I um, went to the forum where he spoke. This girl um, told her story about domestic violence and how they're cutting her class and basically asked his position on it and what he would do. He totally danced around the question. He mentioned at one point that... um, Sexual assault was a result of, like, over-drinking and stuff like that. I mean, I don't want, like, I don't want a president with views like that. And obviously our faculty doesn't either. Our faculty um, organized a walkout if he is elected. So he's being elected today. He w- there was supposed to be an announcement at 5, and it is now 6.15, so we are all kind of on the tip of our toes, just yeah. waiting to figure out. Supposed to come out at 4, did not come out at 4, was supposed to come out at 5, did not come out at 5. Um, so, we're just all kind of sitting and waiting. I personally feel, my personal opinion, uh, not the opinion of WSC, WSC News, or Granite Media Group, um that the university is going to hold this off as long as they can because there is such controversy not only about him as an individual but also with a lack of diversity um both gender diversity and racial diversity um yeah no that's right um and and there's lack of like diversity period period yeah um that the university is kind of gonna wait until as long as they can so that when the announcement is made everyone's gonna break for summer and it'll just blow over in the three months that we're gone and the sad thing is there's not even a lack in just diversity of the candidates but also the search committee um and it's just funny to me how it's been come to the forums please vote please say your opinions let us know we want to hear we care and here we are organizing protests there's facebook pages there's petitions all of these things are being done and it's being ignored so it's like why are you asking or acting like you care about our opinion on who our next president is going to be if ultimately you're just going to choose and we're not really going to have a say in it it does bring into question how much of our opinions are are being heard and how much of it is just pomp and circumstance I think just to blatantly say that he thinks that most of sexual assaults are occurring from binge and over drinking, I think that's a very 
ignorant, I mean, naive statement. And I don't think he really, it kind of shows that he might not really be in touch with social issues. And most of the students at University of South Carolina are very in touch with social issues. So to have someone representing the University of South Carolina students that isn't in touch with that stuff, it might not be a good fit. Yeah, the only thing that I can hope is that that's not really what he meant. And although he 100% like, because I remember the question being, she was talking about like domestic violence and it was weird because it wasn't even sexual assault. And then he said, I will also address over drinking. So he didn't directly say that is the cause right. of it, but he brought it up in yeah. co- in the same context or sentence as sexual Definitely assault. Definitely see, yeah, where that, where that could be. So I'm just going to hope that, that that was maybe... A like a slip up. We were kind of grilling him. So, But that being said, I have also not seen anything that has come out to be like, hey, you misinterpreted me. Here's what I really meant. I don't know if they're able to do that. I don't know what their restrictions on the candidates are. Um, it was awkward. He tried to do that with um, the whole war on drugs thing. He basically said, like, if there is any understanding or belief that I like hate Muslims I want to get that clear that's not the case Mm -hmm. so he stated that clearly and like I will be honest it's a nervous thing to get up and try to be someone's president and you know we were definitely grilling asking him tough questions I know that they're tough questions to answer on the spot but at the same time like you said you have time to maybe clear things up, like show, really show your views. He could have went around the campus to meet the students. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of just all a front just to make it seem like he's going to be a good president. But All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with, uh, with some more news. Um, don't forget that WUSC is still crowdfunding. We are still have donations open. WUSC is a nonprofit student-run organization, so we can't sell ads for money. We have to beg you for it twice a year. Um, this money goes to things like updating our equipment, keeping our licensing up to date so we don't get kicked off air or fined by the FCC, and people don't shut us down. Uh, this is a really special organization to me. Um, and I know to everyone else here. Most definitely. Um, so if you just want, if you want to donate, you can hover, head over to WUSC.FM. Click on that donation tab. We have actually exceeded our goal. Um, but the more money that we get now, the less money we have to raise in the future. And also the more money we have for upgrades like new microphones, new software, um, a new computer that we desperately need <laughs> so we can record our shows. We'll be right back after this. Oh, WUSC is in the midst of our crowdfunding campaign. You can donate by clicking on our donation tab at wusc.sc.edu. From there, you will be redirected to our crowdfunding site where you can learn about our organization, our goals, and choose your own donation level. Oh yeah, each level of donation has corresponding donor prizes, but only while supplies last. So make sure you come and donate fast. Yeah, we're bad at rapping. Just someone please, please stop us. But also donate, please. Thank you. 
we appreciate all of you out there. Yeah, WUSC says we love you. Welcome back. You're listening to WUSCFM and HD1 Columbia. This is Cockadoo News. I'm your host, Rosie James, and I am joined today with Aaliyah Robinson and Dylan Leatherwood. Hello. Hello, everyone. So, DJ Just Dill here, but I'm not here all with music today because I, on Tuesday, went to a crazy Lexington County Council meeting for a class, and I would love to share with you what I learned. And also, there was an article written by the state about this county council meeting, so it's pretty big, and I'd love to share with you all what all happened. This is information that's coming from my own, my own personal, what I saw, and from the state. But yeah, so a business owner named jo- Jimmy Ellis, he is trying to open a strip club. And under Lexington law, a strip club cannot be 1,000 feet of a church, school, park, cemetery, things of that nature, public facilities slash businesses. But he strategically is trying to open his in the middle of Lexington and Richland County, like the little spot right in between. But he's done everything right with zoning laws and that permit stuff, that kind of stuff. But now it kind of got found out and... Lexington is trying to put a stop to it. Basically, while it's not in a thousand feet of a church in Lexington County or school, it is in Richland. So in Richland County, it is 1,000 feet from a church. So with this new ordinance or slash law that they're trying to make, it would basically say that it doesn't matter what county it is. If it's a thousand feet within a church, school, public building, that kind of stuff, it's still not allowed to have a strip club there. So if this new law passes, it would make Jimmy's business illegal. Benny Wilson, he, who actually goes to the church, who's been to the church, came to the public hearing and basically said, we do not want to be known as the church around the corner from the strip club. Jimmy Ellis feels that this law is personally attacking him because of how specific the law is to his situation. And many of Jimmy's lawyers who spoke at this public hearing made it seem like they are ready to continue this legal battle if the law gets passed. What do y'all think about that? Honestly, this is kind of rude, but I feel like the more progressive the world tries to get, the more South Carolina is like, absolutely not. Like, let's take it all the way back. Like, it's just a strip club. Yeah, I get that 100%. Because, like, I was sitting there in the meeting, and I'm like, all right, every part of me just thinking analytically and being a citizen of this great country was like, all right, he has every, he has as much right as anyone else to put up a church, a strip club, or any type of business he wants. But then I was also trying to see the perspective of the residents, and, like, if you ask me, do I want to be living near a strip club as a resident, probably not. But I think they could have reached a compromise and been like, hey, well – you know, this is near because it's it's a little bit near residential. And mm. I think they could be like, all right, we don't want it here. But could you put it like on another side of town, like where there's, you know, less public buildings and less residentials and things like that? I don't know. I just felt like they could have made, made a compromise, but I don't think both sides were really. Yeah, I think he was smart to try to do it in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but. If it was, it just depends on how close to the residential. I can honestly tell you that my home is like close to a strip club. Is it literally right there? No, like it's 
across the street from the McDonald's that's like five minutes away, but still, you know, it's still <laughs> in the vicinity. So it definitely just kind of depends on how close. But also I feel like it just depends. Yeah. It, it is the church. It's so it's it's like a hard situation because you're like you're right like he's got to make a living and also I can understand but um I think the main problem for them should not necessarily be how it looks but just like if there's like you know too many people around if like there's music and they it keeps them up at night you know that should be more of a direct threat to them a lot of people were saying that they were scared about the secondary effects from having a strip club there mm, that is true and there's also a liquor store right around that area too and a motel so people are like okay this is going to be the you know worst matchup ever but there was one guy who went up and talked and he was like well you know i did a google search and i'm seeing from google scholars that there's no statistical ever statistical evidence that having a strip club increases crime so there's that he he was one of the guys who i most liked listening to because he was like we got to compromise because look you know if we put on this law right now, then we're going to have to spend our tax dollars fighting the legal fees to get this through. Because it sounds like Jimmy's lawyers are not going to sit quietly if this law yeah. gets passed. That was the, the compromise guy was smart. I think that's probably the best way to go about it because, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. That is a really tough situation, but I think they definitely should have to, you know, reach some type of compromise it shouldn't just be one way or another and also i feel like the people kind of make the community you know so even if you live near a motel and a strip club and a whatever else you know obviously there's travelers and people that come in but it, it's still their community you know it's only it's as good as you make it i feel that's one of the big things that I was really taken away by because I'll tell you, like a lot of the people that spoke, the residents were very, they had like the same mindset, like, oh, I've been in Lexington County for all these years. We can't let this happen. It's going to ruin our wholesomeness and things like that. But I'm like, well, if this area, so like they were also saying that the area already was bad, but if it's already bad, then why aren't you doing something about it? Like, the strip club is not – if you're saying the strip club is just going to make it worse, then there's obviously a problem already. Yeah, I was going to say it, but I thought it was rude. But if there's a strip club in that area, I feel like you can't really complain. It's already a bad area. Like, yeah, you know? So. All right, y'all. We have some breaking news. Um, USC has just selected Brendan Kelly, who is the current chancellor of USC Upstate, to serve as the interim president of the university. Um, the presidential search to replace Pastides will uh, continue, and it's not clear what steps will be taken next. Hey, everybody. This is DJ Ray up next. Just saying that I'm just finding out about this from our show, and I am shook because I – can I voice my opinions on air or do no? It, do, do it. Do because it. I per personally, I think all four candidates chosen were just pretty awful. Only one of them Obviously. had a background in education. And he wanted to focus on promoting our STEM um, STEM stuff here and research, which, like, A, we're not a STEM school. We're a liberal arts college. So I think it's better for us to focus on that instead of competing, which is kind of pointless. B, how about instead of promoting – I forgot my train of thought. Um, 
I'm sorry, this is why I don't do news. Um, <laughs> but like we already spend so much of our money on research, which is like partially why our tuition is going up so much more because we're already focusing on that. Can we please fund other desperately needed programs on this campus before focusing on research? Or just and that's just know, my issue with that one guy. Just but. finish all of the different projects that they've started. Yes. With these 14,000 new buildings, they're looking at tearing down like the quads and Bates. Bates and like building up a new center where yeah. we have started construction on a new campus. Um, That's is, why there's always construction what is this over house? there. What is this called? A new um, Russell house. Student yeah. union. New student union. There we go. Thank you, DJ Ray. They're redoing the law school right now. They still haven't finished all the construction on the new law school because they have more buildings they're working on. All that's going on as well. And, like, how much is that going to cost That's overwhelming. That's, that's extremely overwhelming. I think that's why they wanted Castlin so bad because apparently his fundraising was going to be, like, through the roof. He was going to get it all done. And so I guess that makes sense. But, wow. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know where, like, the university's priorities are at on some things. And, like, I, I keep hearing that, like, a lot of it, like, all, like, just in general, like, housing, they want to put all of that off campus. And, like, I already think that on campus we have, like, enough housing problems as is. Like, there's not really many good places to live on campus. And you're you're forced to live off campus, basically. Yeah. So, a lot of issues with that. They even made, like, off-campus housing um for like freshmen they made that the dorms now like They're, that's how yeah. bad the dorms are well they just run out of space we just have no space yeah that's the truth second story for you guys this one actually music related so there was a great new article from reverb and they were asking a very interesting question will immersive audio change the future of music and the article describes immersive audio like you know how like vr is immersive and you feel part of it mm -hmm. it's like that but with like double meat uh, dope, dopey atos this like speakers and big theaters when you're going to movies like that it's basically like that where it adds a whole new dimension or space for the audio to come out so you feel completely immersed in the audio and the experience is completely different and it could add you could take m music and music listening to an entire different platform basically so this idea of immersive audio is nothing new but the technology is very new and music might be able to connect more with this audience as immersive audio immersive media continues to get better and better with the technology improving as well so yeah what do y'all think about immersive audio being completely a game changer for the music i feel like i mean music is always changing so i feel like this is going to put a lot of pressure on people because i feel like it's already a lot of pressure to like create nice and creative music videos um and creative songs but um i don't know this is really taking music i mean music's really going very visual um and i think of i think of beyonce's lemonade which just saw an article it's the only music news i know that she's releasing it everywhere i know it came out like two years ago but yeah i did see that she's finally releasing but it i mean everywhere. that was a game changer this seems like that times 12. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned Beyonce because it kind of makes me think of that too because she just put out that live album basically with like live music, like live production, live everything going through 
like all of her classic songs with basically like a marching band. So that kind of reminded me of that. And then you have like Kanye West's Sunday service at Mm -hmm. Coachella where he's playing with old songs, but he's doing it live and you have live instrumentation, live production, and it completely makes a whole new experience. Till next semester, this has been Cockadoodle News. I've been your host, Rosie James, along today with Leah Robinson and Dylan Leatherwood. Uh, We will see y'all again sooner rather than later. Remember, you can find us 24-7, including over the summer, on Facebook or Twitter by searching WUSC News. This has been Cockadoodle News on WUSC. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 to 6.30 p.m.